You are listening Nourish Not Punish with V podcast. This is podcast for everyone who wants to feel empowered and reconnected with their own body. I am your host, self-love coach and body balance instructor, Veronica. But you can so call me V. So let's go! Today I'm going to be talking to Sarah Perkins, who is a skin blogger. We are going to be talking about acne, how it impacts us and our mental health. Acne is something I have been suffering with for my entire adult life and I think we need to be more and more open about it. So enjoy! Hey, thank you, Veronica. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm super excited for our conversation. Um, yeah, my name's Sarah. I am, uh, well, online. I have an account on Instagram, which is Sarah underscore Skin Story. I also have a YouTube channel, um, which is just my name, Sarah Perkins. And I predominantly talk about my experience with acne, with hormonal health, um, with my gut health as well, and how all these things are linked. Oh, amazing. That sounds like an interesting topic because I actually um, have recorded an episode uh, about menstrual health as well and how it's all kind of related to our gut health and skin as well. So this is super exciting to have you on the podcast and talk about this specific topic. So how long have you had an acne challenges and uh, how was acne impacting you? Yeah, so I think if I'm being honest, the majority of my adult life. So wow. um, yeah, I mean, all the way back to when I was probably about sort of 14, 15 is when I first started to have problematic mm. skin. Um, I think like lots of us, right, we were kind of that age, you almost expect that maybe you will have a few breakouts. But I think the real problems began um, when I came off the contraceptive pill when I was 26. So I'm now mm. 31. Um, and that really was a challenging year because yeah, I stopped the pill and really wanted to think holistically about how I could clear my skin rather than relying on this um, to balance my hormones. Um, and that's what I started to take a real interest in yeah, what I could do for my skin. And yeah, with it came a severe breakout and um, lots of problems, including losing my period. And yeah, it's mm, just wow. kind of been a journey since then. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, this is actually, um, you know, kind of like an eye opener for myself as well, because I have been quite suffering with acne at sort of similar age as you. Um, so I can really relate to what you are saying here and, you know, how it's been kind of impacting uh, myself as a person. So why did you decide to create your Skin Story account in the first place then? What was the actual trigger to share all you do with others? Really good question. I guess when I was going through that really intense breakout, so to explain, like my whole face was covered in really, really cystic acne. It was super painful, just lying on my face to sleep hurt. Um, and I was also um, left with kind of the feelings of wondering why that happened and how I could kind of, I guess, um, heal my skin and look after my health. And, you know, I think really, I always sort of promised myself if I ever found some answers or if I could ever support anybody else going through the same thing, then I would. Um, so I actually started creating YouTube videos probably about a year after I, maybe not a year, maybe like half a year after I'd kind of found some um, uh, resolution, I guess, to mm -hmm. my skin troubles. And from that YouTube video, which really was all about a drug called Roaccutane, which is super intense drug um, mm. really is like a last resort for acne um, off the back of that video which did quite well I wasn't expecting one person to look at it but I think you know a few thousand people started to look at it and comment I wanted to kind of get more involved in this community and how I could support other people going through this journey 
So that is when I created the Instagram account and where I've met so many other people going through this. And yeah, it's been a really great experience, not only for myself, but I hope also I'm able to share what I'm learning, share what I'm experiencing. And um, yeah, it's it's been a great community to be a part of. Yeah, that that's amazing because this actually shows um, how many people out there uh, may perhaps be suffering with acne or any other skin conditions because I think right now there is this kind of like a like a like a kind of like a taboo over it if you like and um, people are a little bit embarrassed to talk about it I feel like because um, for example going back to, 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 to myself I know that it took me a very long time to create that relationship with my skin the way how it looked um, and also I was a little bit conscious to start sharing my own story um and and I think when I when I came across your account that's where I found the whole information so beneficial because it started showing me that you know there are other people who are actually suffering with the same thing they are very open about it they do recommend the different type of products they're using but obviously I know it works differently for every single one of us but it was just quite nice to become a part of community where you didn't feel alone anymore, I suppose. Yeah, I totally second that as well. Um, even for myself, you know, I, I say that I found lots of things that can help my acne, but yeah. I don't think I'm I'm not free of acne completely in the sense that I still break out all the time. Um, mm. Not in the same way I used to, but to be able to find people that are going through the same thing, I think that really helps you understand that um, you know, acne doesn't define who you are, it doesn't define your worth, it doesn't define whether you're attractive or not. All these kind of misconceptions that I certainly carry throughout my teens, I was so self-conscious of my skin, it would be the first yeah. thing I'd think of when I woke up. And, you know, I, even if it was a couple of spots, and it, it really, really got to me. And I think, you know, having having this space where we are all together showing you know, this is what real skin looks like. It's okay if your skin is not completely poreless and flawless and all these things that are just really kind of unobtainable, to be quite frank with you. I don't know anybody with perfect skin. Um, mm. So yeah, I think it's just spotlighting that and um, I guess supporting anybody that's younger that really does yeah. feel highly insecure about this. Yeah. 100%. And again, you kind of covered something quite interesting there that, you know, there's no such perfection when it comes to skin. And I think, again, you know, within sort of like a beauty industry, so I think there is that kind of misconception where, um, you know, we as people, especially like women or, you know, even male population, we kind of see these perfect pictures um, of, of people in magazines and they're really like a nice glowing skin but actually in fact we have to start realizing that that's not really a reality and we all have certain problems when it comes to our skin um you know and we need to acknowledge that talking about it and sharing it is much more so i you know i think even with the community which you've got and you are creating you're going to start opening eyes you know hopefully to, to kind of industries like you know the magazine industries and they will start hopefully being a little bit more open about who they kind of inviting into those magazines and those shoots because I think uh, personally the young people really need to start seeing the actual realness um, when it comes to our skin I mean the looking after our skin is then like a, an important element of it all but I just think being honest and, you know, true to others out there who are 
perhaps suffering with acne, um, it's quite an important message to to start sharing. And I think you are kind of doing it with your community already, which I think is really valuable. Yeah, you're so right. I think, you know, not being represented. So looking through magazines, you know, that definitely Mm. was for my generation. Um, But again, going on Instagram and seeing, you know, Instagram models or influencers look look like something that they will never look like because they're so highly filtered. Um, It isn't a representation, sorry, of what real people look like on a day to day basis. And yeah, I don't think we should kind of hide away and think, you know, oh, I don't look like that. So I can never feel happy and confident in my skin. I just... Yeah, I, I want to use my platform to make sure other people know having breakouts, having acne, having any skin condition is all part of life. And like we shouldn't feel any kind of um, embarrassment or, you know, feeling shame around that. It's, you know, totally up to you if you want to go out and wear makeup and feel great. I'm all for that. I do that, too. But at the same time, you know, if you don't want to do that, why should you? And, you know, I think there's... Um, yeah, I, I think it's underrepresented, underrepresented, as you yeah. said. So yeah. um, trying to balance that out is definitely a key message of mine. Absolutely. And, and, and that's why that's why I actually follow what you do, because it's so clear in terms of in, to, in terms of what you are sharing with with your audience. And that's why I value your content so much, because Aww. you are not a person who is forcing anything onto anyone. You always talk from your own experience. It's not like you are basically following or promoting a specific brand. Um, you always say that, you know, obviously every single skin will react to different things differently and that's exactly what I like about it because I know that there are so many people out there who will for example get paid by a brand and they will just keep promoting it um, because of that but I know that you only promote it if it's working quite well for your skin and perhaps you know it if, if it may possibly help others well great but obviously I like always that caveat that you know, we are all unique individuals and that is always, always important to uh, mention to any anyone out there because we definitely are. I just wanted to ask you, how do you look at your skin now after all your experience? Yeah, so, I mean, completely agree with what you just said there as well about, um, you know, there's so many elements of what makes... Um, healthy skin right and just because mm. you've, you have acne doesn't mean that you don't have healthy skin and exactly. quite right exactly that if you if you find a product that works for you amazing and I'm happy to share products that work for me um but yeah absolutely we are all individual let's I mean I don't know about you Veronica but I've definitely got caught up buying all the different kind of products yes somebody, yeah. <laughs> somebody's mentioned it I've probably bought it so yeah it, it, it's yeah giving that caveat but um yeah how I feel about my skin now uh, I feel a lot more at peace with it and I'll be honest when I started Amazing. my um yeah when I started my Instagram account I don't think that was the case my skin was pretty clear to be honest when I started mm-hmm. um compared to what it had been um but even then I don't think I had the kind of peace I have now and I think that is just from seeing other faces on Instagram who look like my skin as well you know or yeah just just understanding that there is so many people going through this experience and the power and numbers that kind of come together to make it um a community where we're sharing these things and you know you feel kind of seen I guess and that to me has definitely given me far more peace in my skin when I break out I kind of trust that it's going to heal because it has done before and I don't have that kind of fear um or I don't feel like I'm unworthy in any way because I've got some kind of acne like it it 
yeah, it's reassuring to know other people have felt the same way, but also mm. really um, at ease and at, and, and, and at peace with my skin, I guess. So would you say that when you look at your skin, you're just happy with it the way it is and you just no longer worry about what it should or should not look like? I mean, I would say for the majority, yes. But of course, like we're all human, you know, <laughs> if I get a breakout, I'm like, oh, God, you know. Um, but at the same time, I'm not sitting there beating myself up about it. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. I think it's um, before I would have felt a whole different kind of way um about myself I wouldn't have just thought about it as my skin I would have almost taken that that acne and kind of um yeah I would have beaten myself up about it to be honest with you I'd have thought what have I done this time like how have have I caused this on myself you know I'm worthy of this you know I'm not attractive Mm. all those thoughts would have been going through my head whereas now yeah sure I get a breakout I'm like oh why like that's annoying but then I can carry on with my day and it's not consuming me you know I I know that it's normal and this happens to people and it's not it's not a representation of how I'm looking after my skin it's just that these things happen we can't control everything and I know that it will heal because I know I've got the tools mentally and physically I guess in terms of skincare and you know all the other things to make sure that I can look after my skin if that if that's the right yeah you know what I mean if that's the right thing for me at that time yeah no 100% and like we always say we should really be kind to ourselves I mean the skin you know is one of the biggest organs we've got so we should really look after it and not really beating ourselves up if you know if we do have um, some spots coming up or you know for example I do um, suffer with melasma as well and I have never used to uh, only now I, I, I got into my 30s and when when I when I kind of seen it for the first time, I, I was not really sure what was going on because obviously I always used to wear like a high SPF and um, and I was just, it just basically came from nowhere. And I was thinking, oh my God, what's happening? You know, I've, I've got acne and now I've got melasma as well. Yeah. So that, that kind of mix. And, um, but I started looking into it a little bit more and um, I know that it can be linked with so many things like hormonal yeah. changes and and stuff like that. So obviously, I do look after uh, my skin much more, I would say, than I did in my 20s, uh, because I think I'm a little bit more cautious in terms of what I even put onto my skin. Um, and yeah, it, it goes all the way when you, when you, like you say, yeah, when we wake up, sometimes you feel like, it, oh, gosh, you know, what's going on with my skin again. But I think I have learned that not beating myself up is definitely the the kind of way forward um, and just giving myself a bit of a space to process it as well because I was like you I would probably be um, not trying to get into contact with anyone I would basically be distancing from people um, or like would be so conscious that I would put so much makeup on if I would be going to the gym uh, which was probably the worst thing ever Um, you know so there were all these different things which I know sometimes it does take time um, to learn through those things before you actually realize what is important. Um, I wanted to actually ask you as well would you say that the way um, you for example um, cook and 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 to eat etc like when it comes to food let's put it that way does it impact your skin at all um you know when it when it when it comes to the overall overall look overall glow or would you say that it's not necessarily linked at all 
Yeah. So for me, and I think it's so individual, I think for mm. me, there is definitely a correlation. And I totally respect that this is not the case for everybody. I think acne or any kind of um, any condition within your body is is kind of almost like the perfect storm at times. Like mm. sometimes food can be a trigger for me, but also I've noticed that you know, it's at certain times of the month, for example, I um, track my skin in a journal. And I've noticed that during ovulation, so midway through my cycle, when naturally your testosterone spikes, um, I've noticed that if I am eating tons of sugary foods, ton, mm. tons of carbohydrates, I will, I will definitely um, break out like I've, I've tracked this, and this always seems to happen to me. Um, if I you know, I'm more mindful of what I'm eating, or I balance those out with healthier fats, or um, yeah, I'm just a little bit more mindful about what I'm eating. I find that I don't break out. And I think, you know, there's certain times where that isn't the case so much. And I've tested things out. Um, but yeah, again, my gut health, I mean, I've had a few gut health issues over the last yeah. year, I can see a correlation definitely between um, when I'm taking the right probiotics and looking after my gut health and um, my skin. So yeah, I mean, like I said, it's individual. But for me, I have noticed a correlation. Yes. Amazing. Well, you kind of touched the base on a gut health. So would you be able to tell us what uh, you kind of looked into and um, what perhaps worked for you uh, as an individual? Yeah, so by no means have I like perfected this. My gut health is still definitely not healed. I was diagnosed with small mm. intestinal bacteria overgrowth last year and I've had um, chronic acid reflux for maybe right. a year and a half now. Um, so yeah, that was kind of my number one um, concern, if you like, in terms of healing my gut to, to help those issues. But I have found when I'm able to get those things under control, when I have been taking, for example, a probiotic called Simprove, which is quite mm -hmm. popular here mm -hmm. in the UK, Yeah, um, I love it. I, yeah, it's great, right? So you take like um, a shot of it in the morning. It's like water based. Mm. Um, and I have noticed that when I was taking that for three months, oh my gosh, my skin has never looked better. Never. Not even after Roaccutane, which is mm. impressive. And then when I stopped that purely because I'd finished the three month course, my skin broke out all over again, just like it would do normally during ovulation um, or at different times of my cycle. And now when I've started it again, my skin has started to heal again. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm testing and learning and I know there's so many other things that can affect this, but I know deep down from tracking these things and seeing the evidence that, yeah, like they are linked for sure. Yeah, no, it, really, really, really interesting because like uh, going back to um, what I've been discussing in a different episode about the menstrual health and, you know, you again mentioned the ovulation and the cycle as such and how it kind of impacts us. It's really, really interesting and important to actually start paying a little bit more attention to it because then you will start learning a little bit more about yourself and about your triggers and then you can perhaps start managing it in a better way and then you will be surprised what a positive impact it actually may have oh, so 100% yeah I mean I find it almost concerning that like at school you're not even taught half of these things and it's I your know. own body <laughs> so you know I mean I don't even think I knew before I was 26 anything about ovulation I I didn't even know yeah. I hadn't been ovulating for 10 years whilst I was on the pill so yeah like so many things that we probably should just be a little bit more in tune with um and that certainly gives you that kind of base understanding of how your hormones work and how they can sometimes affect your skin or you know I personally believe all acne has a hormonal component to it so um yeah absolutely I'm, I'm so with you perfect yeah it's 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 just so fascinating and I'm I, I'm like you I wouldn't probably known any of this all these years ago uh and then now I'm like 
really interested in it and trying to do a bit of research and talk to actual experts about it as well um because it's so fascinating and yeah what everything can actually trigger certain things within our body is just insane and then when you start honestly paying so much attention to it or maybe just looking look into it a little bit more uh, you start honestly noticing some good improvements as well so i just want to say um or ask even what are your top tips when it comes to looking after your skin Oh, that's a good question. So my top tips, I guess, firstly, would be understanding your skin and not beating yourself up if you do Mm. break out. I find that if I do break out and I try and throw a different product on my face or many different products on my face for that matter, it never responds well. So firstly, I would just stick to the skincare that you know already works. Like don't, don't, you know, find new things um I also like I said understand my skin that's purely based on my skin journal so um I created um the skin story skin journal for myself really to track um my skin the different triggers um also test theories for example like whether dairy broke me out or whether changing my pillowcases all the time was helping um tracking my cycle like all these different things I suspected could be contributing I wanted to track that for myself and see if it was if it, if it was true and if I could see any other patterns and um, yeah off the back of that I've created that so it's available for other people so yeah understanding your skin and, and really kind of getting to know your acne triggers has been a big help for me um, but equally I found really great skincare for example um, I use topical tretinoin which mm-hmm. has totally changed my skin in the sense that it's kind of prolonged the effects, I guess, of Roaccutane, which, like I said, is um, a really intense drug that you take for um, acne when you've tried everything else, I guess. Yeah, and it's, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not something I would advise doing without a lot of research. But um, yeah, I won't talk maybe too much about that. But that certainly, Tretinoin has, has certainly prolonged those results. And um, as well as that, I've also definitely um, looked at my diet. I have, um, like I said, found my triggers including things like um high glycemic foods around ovulation and you know looked at my period health to see how that affects my skin so yeah yeah I would definitely say that was a big tip of mine okay and what would you say about uh perhaps sleep how does sleep can impact uh our skin do you think there is some kind of linkage between for me again definitely I find that Certainly, if I'm lacking correct sleep, so maybe not just the amount of sleep, but quality sleep, um, that just impacts, firstly, my mood, right? So like everybody else who's feeling sleep deprived, it it definitely affects your mood. And and all of these things are are linked, right? So if you're not feeling good, your hormones are probably out of whack slightly simply because you're not maybe able to... um, process things in the sense that you might be eating more sugary foods to help you stay awake that's impacting your insulin and it just is a whole chain of events of events sorry um but yeah I think as well like that stress response you're so much Mm. more able to deal with if you're um, well rested and you're looking after yourself 100 percent and I also know that you uh, have created your own journal which is actually available um, to anyone who's interested in journaling about their own skin what does that journal include because I've I've seen it on your website and it looks really cool um, and something I would definitely consider if I would want to start tracking because you you can actually there are different type of journals out there but I think skin journal I have I haven't seen yet so it would be interesting to know um a little bit more about it 
Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, exactly that. I hadn't seen it before either. And I've kind of been creating my own, like just for me, um, you know, in a, in a journal that I'd made. And so the things that I found that certainly applied to me, and I did a focus group last summer with, um, you know, other people that are also experiencing um, acne. So I found that definitely diet was could be related. I found that mm. sleep, like you said, could be related. So there's a tracker for all these things, including mindfulness, including, um, you know, other other elements of mindfulness, not just um, how you feel about your skin, but just, you know, having like a gratitude practice, for example, yeah. which I know you're always, um, oh, <laughs> you're always very involved in. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. love it. <laughs> So yeah, there's multiple trackers, including a tracker to see where you are in your cycle. Um, and you just spend a little bit of time each day. Like I've made it really interactive so that you can kind of color in things. Um, there's stickers. And so it's a process, you know, you're kind of getting to know your skin, but in a very kind of mindful way um, where you can kind of slow down, spend a bit of time looking after yourself. And at the end of each month is like a monthly check-in. That's where you can really start to see these patterns. And the longer mm. you do it, the more consistent you do it, the more obvious those patterns become. And to be honest, it's it's up to you what you want to do with that information um including there's a skincare tracker in there as well so it's it's very clear you know if you've been using a cleanser for three months you can see you know is it breaking me out you know you can go yeah. and look at your diagram of your of your skin tracker and you can see actually yeah since I've been using this cleanser it has been breaking me out and it's not a kind of guessing game amazing is there anything uh, around food what type of food you eat in so can you track that specific bit as well yeah so there is like a food journal I guess and yeah so each month you can choose something that you're tracking it doesn't need to be something that you're eliminating um Mm -hmm. I have done elimination diets like I said with dairy um but I've also um tracked things I'm you know I'm I'm adding to my diet whether that be Simpro for example like I mentioned Mm -hmm. the probiotic or it could just be that you're adding in new vegetables that you've never tried um you can include that as something to monitor and then there is a place each day where you can write down what you ate and you can go into as much detail or as little detail as you like I totally understand that um you know some people might be wanting you know they might want to track macronutrients other people might want to track specific ingredients it's kind of down to you how you want to use that um food journal yeah, no, 100%. And uh, one thing about uh, the skin journal, uh, what when, when is the best uh, time to do it? Morning, evening, doesn't it matter? Or what, what would you say is kind of a best way of doing it to keep a track of it? Because I know, for example, from an experience, again, um, sometimes when I try to track certain things, um, I don't keep up with it. So I'm trying to figure out what is the best way for me to do it, to to write it all down. Is it is it better first thing in the morning when you wake up and you know what has happened the day before? Or is it better towards the end of the day? Yeah, totally. For me, I found that the practice works better if I do it as one of the last things I do in the day, just because I know mm. that way I've kind of done all my tasks. I've even sat down and relaxed. I'm in like a, I'm in a better place, a better mindset yeah. to to actually um, sit there and reflect, I guess. If I try and add this to my morning routine, which I have as well, <laughs> it doesn't always stick just simply because there are so many things that we all need to be doing in a day. And unfortunately, making time for ourselves isn't necessarily always a priority. So um, yeah, for me to keep to keep up this practice, it is something I do before I go to sleep. Um, like with any journal, really, I think I've been doing this as well with with other journals, not just my skin story journal. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. I prefer that time of day. Oh, that's a, that's actually a good tip, to be honest, because I think I might try to start looking into it a little bit uh, better in the, in the evening, um, as long as I remember everything which has <laughs> happened through the day. Um, yeah, sure. 
One thing I also wanted to ask, sorry, I, I find that a skin journal quite fascinating. Um, is there anything around an exercise side of things? Because obviously, as well as food is important and other aspects uh, when it comes to our skin, I also been doing a bit of a research and obviously doing an exercise can also have a bit of a positive impact on your skin. So what yes. would your in, kind of yeah insight on I, that would be? I totally agree. Um, again, yeah, there is an exercise tracker in there. There really is a tracker awesome. for everything <laughs> that I've everything that I've found to be a trigger. It's in there. Um, so yeah, with my exercise tracker, um, it really is encouraged to not just track what exercise you're doing, but it's kind of how often because I think there is mm. definitely a sweet spot, and that obviously differs for everybody but I certainly noticed a few years back when I really started to get into running um, that at first it really seemed to be helping my skin I was running all the time every day I'd be doing about an hour run I was you know really into it and when I first started doing that my skin really cleared up I could really notice the difference and I was excited about it but actually after about three months of doing that pretty much every day I really started to notice a lot of fatigue, not only within my joints, my physical body, but actually um, in terms of my mindset and how that was actually transferring to my skin, I kind of started mm. to see that not only did my skin start to break out, but I was feeling quite, my skin looked quite dull. I wasn't really, um, yeah, I just, I wasn't feeling good within myself. And, you know, that's mm. what I kind of mean about balance, I guess. I think it differs for everybody. And for me, running that length of time every day was was draining you know it was yeah it, my adrenals I think it was really kind of tiring me out but you know doing a balance of say yoga one day running the next day um hit class the next day you know I, I mix it up and I found for me anyway yeah. that that um if I can see what I've been doing in a week and actually monitoring that um and seeing the progress that has on my skin it's encouraging so um mm. that's why I've got that tracker in there that's amazing. And I think to add to that, I think it's also important that if you have that mindset in your head that you have to do something, most likely um, you won't really enjoy it through the process yeah. either. So, you know, it, it goes to anything. It goes to diet, exercise, um, you know, sleep as well. I think we have to kind of remember that when we set that mindset of, oh, I really do have to go and, and you know, and go for run or do a yoga. I think, again, Again, um, your body kind of links with that emotion and then it perhaps can have a bit of a negative impact on the overall. So that's really yeah. that's really a good point you've just mentioned there. Yeah, you're so right. I think that's a really big part. When you start to feel like something is unenjoyable, yeah, yeah your body's going to know. So yeah, definitely, you know, feeling good has definitely had a positive impact on my skin. So whatever that might entail, if that entails like lying in in the morning and not doing any exercise, then so be it, right? We've got to listen to what we what we need. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I wanted to ask you as well, what would you say to anyone who is suffering with acne right now? Oh, wow. Okay, so I think first of all, you've got to be kind to yourself and understand yeah. that this is not your fault. Um, acne doesn't need to be this terrible thing that takes over your life. Um, you're so worthy. You're so lovable. It doesn't define how attractive you are. Like all of those things. I think, you know, it's it's a difficult one because I totally understand the insecurities around having acne. But please just know that it's it's not you like this is not what makes you who you are and there are so many people who are going through the same experience who can share this with you like if you search the hashtag acne community on instagram you'll see so many faces and you'll be reminded that we're all in this together and there are so many 
ways that we can support each other, not only in recommending products and things that you can use, but also just saying, hey, look, I get it. Sometimes it feels really rubbish, you know? Yes, no, that's that that's amazing, uh, Sarah. And I think it's so important for people to hear this because I think we are honestly... Um, uh, like self on critics when it comes to anything and everything and um i think like you say the kindness um towards ourselves is really important and just to slow down and acknowledge the importance um you know of our overall body not just the skin um i think we are again i'm going to repeat it again um unique individuals and it's really important to look at it that way uh and um and take it quite you know, in this kind of like a slow face and don't rush it and, you know, think about things uh, you're doing and saying to yourself as well, because obviously the negativity can impact it. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, in terms of it being like an individual process, I think it's so easy sometimes even going on Instagram and seeing someone else's skin clear up really quickly and you think, why has that happened to that person and not to me? And I think it's really important to, whilst leaning on other people for support and seeing their stories, remember that, this is not a race and you know uh, you will heal and it will happen it's just best not to compare yourself to other people you have no idea how many other things they've tried before they've got to this point and um yeah it's, it's a unique experience we're all, we're all kind of doing our best right let's not be so hard on ourselves 100 percent uh well I must say, Sarah, this was absolutely amazing to chat to you and, um, you know, have a bit more of an understanding about you, what you've been doing, about your skin journal as well. Obviously, all your uh, incredible tips and what you've tried to kind of follow over the years and tried. Um, And I just think what you're doing and your message is just something which we definitely need. We need some of um, more accounts like that and some more people doing what you're doing because I think we need to start discovering that realness and honesty in our own bodies so thank you so much for oh, sharing you. it sharing it all Sarah um, and lastly would you be able to tell my listeners where would they be able to find you and perhaps your skin journal as well yeah, sure. Thank you so much, Veronica. Honestly, I totally agree with you. This conversation needs to be opened up all the time. Um, and I love what you're doing as well. This podcast is so exciting. I can't wait to listen to the other episodes, including the menstrual cycle one. Um, <laughs> and yeah, no, I, I really appreciate having this platform to talk about these things. And um, yeah, if you want to find me, my handle on Instagram is at Sarah with an H, S-A-R-A-H, underscore skin story, S-K-I-N-S-T-O-R-Y. Um, and also if you search Sarah Perkins on YouTube, you can find my YouTube channel there. And again, if you want to um, have a look at my skin journal, I would urge you to go over and have a look. It certainly has been a great tool for myself and others to understand their acne triggers. And that is at skinstory.love if you type that into your browser amazing i will make sure that everything's in a show note so people can also follow up so you definitely won't miss out guys and i think this skin journal sounds like an interesting thing to have um if you want to definitely keep an eye on your skin and your skin triggers okay well thanks so much sarah and have a lovely day Thank you so much for listening of this episode of Nourish Not Punish with V podcast. I hope that you were able to take some tips out of this episode when it comes to your own health and your experience. 
All the details of this episode are in your show notes on my website nourishkitchenbyv.com and it all sits under my blog section. If you enjoy this episode, please share it in your Insta stories and tag me under my name at nourishkitchenbyv or share it across other social channels. Just show the love and spread the word. And I would really appreciate if you can share your reviews on iTunes to help me to spread this message even further. Thank you so much for listening and I will be back in a couple of weeks with another incredible episode. But until then, stay nourished, not punished. And remember, you are worthy.